Welcome to Coming Up Roses. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kelly, and today is Sunday, October 16th, 2022. This is episode 79. 79. October 16th. Gotta give a shout out to my parents. It is their 57th wedding anniversary today. Oh, happy anniversary to mom and dad. Yep, and we are going to go out and have dinner tonight. Yep, Outback Steakhouse, so we can have an over-seasoned steak. <laughs> Just ask them to put no seasoning on your steak. Yeah. Yeah, then it's under-seasoned. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, Outbacks are good. The, the Bloomin' Onion is, is next-tier shit. I mean, might just do a salad in, the, in that. The last time I was there, I had some sort of... They did a flattened chicken that was breaded. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. But, uh, um, you know, I, I'm, if I want to go out and eat a steak, I'll go to... Uh, for me, it was, uh, you can't beat Longhorn. So. We haven't been to Longhorn in years. I know. You know why? Because I can cook a steak on the grill better than get anywhere else just about. But they want to go out. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. I think it really is more about the Blooming Onion than anything else. Yeah, it is about the Blooming Onion. I might just do a wedge salad and Blooming Onion. Wow. Yeah. All right. That sounds, you know, adequate. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see when we get there. Yeah. I know. We're struggling this week, folks, so... I'm struggling. Kevin thinks thinks we have plenty to talk about. We do. I think we have really nothing that anybody cares about to talk about. First of all, the ongoing saga. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. We've been talking about it for about three weeks now, but the pool is done. It's out. It's gone. So what happened there was I went out and I was able to pull the little knuckles off of each of the, where there's like little posts and there's a knuckle and a, a cover that covers up the, the uh, screws and whatnot. Got that all done, no problem. Went to go unscrew some of the, for the, like the ledge, and most of the scroll, screws were, were stripped. Couldn't get the screwdriver to go in or, or even the, the, the drill. So I was like, oh, fuck. All right, so I went out and I bought, went to Home Depot and I bought a strip screw strip uh, uh, kit. And my first thought was they have multiple size so that you can get a, like a bit into the screw and then you're supposed to be able to wind it out with a, um, a uh, what you call it, a, a <laughs> pair of pliers. Wasn't going to do that. I said, you know what, if I do the big one, it'll just drill right through the screw and we're not saving it anyway. It's going to dump. So I'll just do that. Couldn't get that to work. So I said. So I said, well, I'm going to go out and buy a sledgehammer and just tear at it with a sledgehammer because, again, we're not saving it. We're not giving it away. We're not selling it. So went to the Home Depot. was going to buy a sledgehammer. But they were $60. And they had a $20, what Mike is calling a mallet, but I'm still calling it a sledgehammer. It's identifying as a sledgehammer. It's four and a half pound sledge. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to do that. And I went to town on it, tore it all to hell. And uh, today, shout out to Troy. Uh, Troy and Robin came over to uh, because he's got a truck, and we finished up tearing it apart and loaded it in the back of his truck, and it's gone. And we just got a big old sand hole in the middle in the backyard. So now we got to figure out what to do with it. We're, we've got a bunch of different possibilities. We know what we're doing. We decided. Yeah. So what would we decide? We're gonna fill it with dirt and plant grass. Yeah. And then uh, where the stairs were going up to the pool, we're going to take those out and flatten it and square it? What do you think? That I don't know because that is well beyond any of our pay grades. Yeah. None of us know how to do that. Well, thankfully, Troy said he would come out and help. I, I think he really likes and enjoys doing that stuff. So thank God because I don't know how to do that, any of that shit. So. All I can say is this is probably just riveting People have been listening to this right for three weeks now. They, they probably wanted to know how the saga ends. Yeah, that's how it ended. We dragged it out of the yard, kicking and screaming, and that's now right. Tilly has more space to run around out there. She's and get pretty dirty. happy about it. She got scared yesterday, though. She was frightened because I started hitting the thing with a hammer, and she didn't like that mm-hmm. shit at all. Our next project is to get the dirt in there. Yeah. Get yeah. it seated. Then attack the lower deck. Get that repa- repaired. Yeah. Yeah, a lot to do. A lot to do. So, there's that. Should have just left the pool up. I was messing with Troy. I was like, you know what? 
we can't do this. Let's just put the pool back up. And he looked at me like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, man, I'm just fucking with you. There was no way we were putting the pool back up after our It was a good it. thing we didn't actually sell it because it did not come apart. It didn't come apart easy at all. So, so. yeah, that worked out, I guess. So that's done. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I mean, really nothing new going on. I have to get my light, my teaching license renewed. Yeah. And I got emailed a long list of uh, trainings I have to have done. But it's the last time you have to do it. Which I've done before, repeatedly. And I have to do them all over again. So that's what I've been slowly working on. Mm. I have them all done now except for the CPR, which I do on the 9th. And then I will be good to go for my last recertification. There you go. Because it's good for 10 years and I won't have to think about it again. Because in 10 years I'll be doing something other than teaching most likely. If I have anything to say about it. Greeting at Walmart. I don't care what. (laughs) No, I don't want to be a greeter at Walmart. They have to stand all day. Yeah, that's true. I have to figure out something I can do from home. I got a little bit of time to work on it. Um, school is, you know, the same. We had a little excitement on Friday. We had a lockdown, an unexpected external lockdown because some dopes across the street decided to shoplift and there was an active foot chase. And they had tons of cops. And and the cops all immediately came and, uh, took up, uh, stations in front of our school. Virginia Beach is not soft on crime, (laughs) let me tell you. So we were locked down for not long, maybe 20 minutes, um, right at the end of the day. Uh, but that all ended up fine. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to practice the external lockdown, which we hadn't practiced until then. So practiced and done well. There you go. Now all we have left is bomb threat and the shelter in place, which are happening in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We have drills for everything. I mean... Except for one of your kids goes ape shit. There's not a drill for that. They yeah, just do no that drill line. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I have been watching um, some videos by this lady on TikTok. And the one that starts with "we're not gonna do." No, no, I like her though. This lady shows like little clips of videos of kids that are out of control, and she calls them in control of being out of control. And then she's like. You know, educators, here comes your student. And so basically how to, you know, make a culture in the classroom that you are the authority figure. Mm -hmm. And I was reading because she put out like a 20-page little book type of thing about how to establish that. Like a manifesto. Nah, not really a manifesto. I think she's trying to raise money. Uh... But it's like, you know, you stand up and you use a very calm, even tone and you give them their two options. And if they don't comply, then you take a step in and you lean toward them and you deepen your tone and you give them the same two options again. And all of that sounds, all of that sounds great. I mean, honestly, I'd have to use it with like three maybe of my kids, right? One of whom it will get to the point where I have to just press the button on the wall and call for help because that's what we do we had a big brouhaha in my classroom over ring pops on friday (laughs) well you know how important ring pops are (laughs) they're very important not important enough to behave all day long to earn one but important enough to throw a temper tantrum because you didn't get one at the end of the day but i don't know it worked out fine so yeah i'm i'm not going to not reward the rest of my kids there you go and i was thinking like we had this conversation on the way to work i feel like sometimes i'm just allowing some of the other students to remain in an abusive relationship <laughs> like yeah. we're teaching them how to because and they have because... just put up with an abusive relationship every day but yeah. I, my shift is going to change my my t- attitude toward them is going to change too I'm going to say, look, if you don't want to sit next to them, you don't want to play with them, you have the right not to want to. Um, yeah, because it's your safety. You're, the very first, these kids need to be taught, and I think it's probably something that's been lost to the ages. 
but your first duty is to uh, take care of yourself, to, to def defend yourself, make sure that you're okay before you start worrying about other people, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. You need to be able to take care of yourself. Unless you're the teacher. Well, you know, and that's the thing. I think there is something that's be said for that, but it's something that's kind of lost in time. You know, no one yeah. talks about well, it. Well, I mean, luckily this particular child's not, you know, yeah, hurting anybody seriously. She hits, but she's tiny, so it'll be all she okay. Got no force behind it'll it. be all okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Halloween's coming. That's when the kids get real crazy. It's, it falls on a Monday. I know you hate that. I'd rather have it on a Friday night. Really? Or Saturday night. Saturday would be better, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really done Halloween all out. We, when when I was in my 20s and 30s, I'd do it with Richard. Uh, we'd go and uh, he'd get all dolled up in the in the Beast outfit and like do the bars and stuff. Um, as a matter of fact, I swear a couple, some of my very best stories, especially with Little Tom, that's why I started calling him Blue, because I almost got in a, a brawl with the people yeah. dressed up as the Blue Man group. I think you're aged out of that now. Though. I am. I was Richard's security. If he was walking around and he was basically on stilts in, in a monster getup, and I was just walking around him, if, if he fell, I was going to catch him. And that was it. So I'd be drinking or whatever, but I'd still be able to catch him because I'm, I'm good at that. And uh, if he starts going down, I grab him and make sure he stays steady. And if he goes down, I grab, you know, keep him from hitting the ground. Never hit the ground once, not once. But we've know. been married. Coming up this year, it'll be what? 17? Six, 16, 17? Seven. 17? No, 16, 16. 17 years together, 16 years married. Yeah. And you haven't done that since we got married. So you're talking decades time. ago. The last time I did that was when we went to Hunt Club. You, we were together at that point, mm -hmm. and we walked in. It was the to do a, um, a, a Halloween costume contest, and, and we showed up apparently late. We were 10 minutes late, and they were already done. Mm -hmm. But going in there and seeing the guy who won, we would have lost. That dude, that dude had it down. He was, he was in a wheelchair in real life, and they hooked him up to make him look like he was in an electric, electric chair. chair. And the get up, I mean, it was one of the best rigs I've ever seen. We no way would have went in there with a with an almost guaranteed win because the beast outfit was fantastic. But I saw that and I was like, no nah, man, we would have won out. We would we would have lost for sure there. That that rig was nice. Most Halloween dressing up I do is my fingernails, which look like candy corns right now, and then I have little pumpkins on this one. There you go. That's about as. My nails next week will be ghosts glow in the dark. That's about it. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't, I've never really been a big fan of Halloween. Oh, speaking of which, the uh, the new Halloween movie is the last Michael Myers Halloween movie. It's called Halloween Ends. It's bad. It's just bad. And there's no way it's going to be the last one. I know you said what you said about it. They will find It's the way. last one that... Uh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to do. It's the last one that John Carpenter is going to have anything to do with. It doesn't mean it's going to be the last one. Because <sighs> it was just bad. It really was. It was just... They should have stopped bad. while they were ahead. Halloween Kills was great. They could have uh, changed the ending and that and that been done. Wasn't that just last year or the year before? Mm -hmm. Time to let it go. When they Before the pandemic, the plan was for them to release the three movies back to back to back. Mm. And then the pandemic happened, so then that screwed everything mm. up. With everything, I pandemic mean, the pandemic screwed everything, screwed everything up. But, and, you know, the Halloween was good. Halloween Ends was really good. And then they just ended it on such a shit. They just took a shit on it. It was really what they did. It was too bad. <laughs> I don't know. I got um, stuck in a Lord of the Rings loop <laughs> yesterday. I honestly do not like Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. And I struggled and sat through the first one, and then the one, the next one came on right after it, and I was like, I, I think I'm breaking out in hives. I literally can't sit through another one of these movies. If you watch them, them, and they're on AMC right now, which means commercial breaks. But even if you don't, if you're just watching them on uh, streaming or Blu-ray or whatever, it's nine hours of movie. But it's just not my, <laughs> and it's not my type of movie. Yeah, I mean, I liked Harry Potter. But I couldn't watch Harry Potter over and over and over again. I saw it once and they were good. 
these movies just seem they're so grand and epic and like yeah it's a lot to follow it's too. just too much for me and even with the harry i mean i don't know how many harry potter movies were there 10 seven there's seven books and then the last one they broke up into two parts so eight movies something like that i so i don't know i'm sure that there are people out there who be mad at me for not knowing that but yeah i don't know enough enough <laughs> yeah it's crazy enough um, so that, I went and played Bunko for the first time. I did do some socializing this week, which I don't normally do. Yeah. Um, that I, was fun. I still don't, I, I mean, I understand how you, the game as you described it. Mm-hmm. I'd probably have to see a couple rounds to it really It takes like it. five seconds to learn how to play. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, you sit at a table with four people. There's three tables, right? Because 12, you have to have 12 people. Yeah. So you sit at the table with four people, and there's a head table, and then the other two tables. You are playing partners with the person sitting across from you. You're a team. Mm -hmm. And you're, the object of is to be the first team to reach 21 points. And you earn points by rolling. You have three dice, and you roll the dice, and you're, like, if it's round one, you're trying to roll ones. And you get a point for every one that you roll. So, like, if I rolled and I got a one, I could roll again. You keep rolling until you don't roll ones. And then it passes to the next person. So whoever rolls the number one 21 times first wins. Or if they get a bunko, which is all three of your dice are ones, that's worth 21 points. That immediately ends the game at the head table. The head table, game over, they ring the bell... And that means the game is over for every other table, too, whether or not they've gotten a 21 points. And at that point, it's whoever's got the highest number. So then you're at your table, and you're like, okay, you have a winning team, right? Like me and the person across from me got the 21. We stay at the table we're at. The losing team moves to the next table. And then one of the two of us have to shift into another seat so we're not partners the next time. And it goes six rounds. So you just keep really rotating tables as you lose, you rotate to a new table. And then at the end, you count up who had the most, because you also personally keep track of how many bunkos you've rolled, how many baby bunkos, which are like, if you're in round four but, and you roll three threes, that would have been a bunko in round three, but it's not a bunko in round so four. So anytime you roll three of a kind, it's Anytime something. you roll three of a kind, you get points. Um, they give prizes away for people who have the most bunkos, who have the most wins, because you mark whether you won or lost the round. So we played six rounds. We played four times. We played one through six four times, so we played 24 games. And I won uh, 12 and lost 12. So I was like, right in the middle. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, it's fun and it's fast-paced and you're always partnered with a different person. And so there's lots of, like, chat. you can't start at the other tables until the head table rings the bell to start. And then if your table gets to 21 before the head table does, you have your winners, but then you just keep rolling to see if you can get baby bunkos until their, their bell goes off. So it's fun. Ow. You might have a good time. You were there a long time. It, it started late because... Um, some people were like an hour late. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It was like six to eight, and some people didn't get there until almost seven. So if you don't have 12 people, then you play with ghosts. So like a few times I was sitting at a table, and there was nobody across from me. So I played both me and my partner. Anyway. <laughs> Thrilling. I know. I did that, and then we went out to dinner. Your friend Maggie was in town. Maggie was in town. She had the kids with them. So we went out to dinner with so. her and the kids on Thursday night. That was fun. I like seeing Maggie. It's good to see mm -hmm. Maggie. And uh, the kids were fun. Mm -hmm. You know, they uh, they were having fun. We went to uh, Fuddruckers, which is um, a burger place. A we had the best head waiter in town, yeah, if you ask him. Was, yeah, well, he was, he was <laughs> attentive, you know. He took he made he sure. Was, he gave us a lot full. of information and he kept making sure our drinks were full. And yeah. 
You just cleaning up all around us. He even said, "Can you pick your feet up? I'd like to sweep underneath your feet." We're like, "Okay." <laughs> no, Appreciate the coin, the, you know. Pack sand. <laughs> um, but it was good. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, and then um, today we, you know, well, yesterday I started tearing apart the pool. Today we got it completely done. And tonight we're heading off to have dinner with your mom and dad, and Mike. That'll be fun. And then next week, the show is either going to be delayed or it might skip a week because we're going to be... We're probably going to skip a week. Yeah. We'll record like we did last time. That was a very highly watched episode last year when we went to the I don't want to be stuck behind the camera the whole time we're there to have fun. I want to go and I want to enjoy the view. I want to be present in the time with you. I just don't want to have to be thinking about is this going to be good... To record or not. Okay. All right. Well, you and then I come home that. and I have a shit ton of editing to do. Because you go, did you get the show up yet? But you don't take part in any of the editing of the show. Because you're so good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I just want to go away and enjoy okay. the going away. So I'm we'll skip a week. With it. There you go. Right. But we'll tell you what happened on the week after. Sure. Right. We'll talk about it. So. I'm going to bring home some apples of different varieties for a taste test in my classroom. I don't think anybody's allergic to apples. No. Well, your mom wants us to bring home a bunch of apples, too. Mm-hmm. So, and Plus, we got to go to Freddy's. Cause... Yeah, I'm thinking about what time we're going to have to leave out of here to get to Freddy's at a decent hour. So if we leave out of here, what's this, four hours to Fredericksburg? I, no. Really? Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'll have to look it up and find out. If we leave out of here I am early. not leaving out of here at 6 in the morning, I can tell you no, that. No, not that early. I mean, Jesus. Um, That's crazy. But we stayed in Fredericksburg last time. Mm-hmm. That's why we went to Freddy's, because we were there. This time, we're not going to be there. Yeah. We have to hit it as we're passing through. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But I'm going to get the blueberry we'll cake the, donut. We'll do the itinerary. Kevin, you're so funny. <laughs> Nothing it, interesting in the world either that I'm aware of. I mean, we're, we're we're looking at nuclear war, but beyond that, with who? With Russia. Russia. Really? Russia's uh, threatening to use nukes in in uh, in um, Ukraine, Ukraine because they're getting their asses. Handed I mean, to I mean, Russia, honestly, who would have thought Russia that does realize how close they are to Ukraine, right? Yeah. So any of that nuclear. The fallout. Fallout. Whatnot. If they use a low yield weapon, right in uh, what you call it, in uh, like. And the then they want to take over that radiated area that they're going to drop a nuclear they're, bomb on. It's either that or lose, and that's where they're at. All right. So. That's interesting. So, I don't think that will happen though. I hope not. I hope not. But who's to say? I mean, it, it's. Really, it's crazy. Yeah. It's better just not to watch the news. Yeah, yeah. I actually try to avoid watching the news, but I, there's a lot of podcasts that I listen to where they talk about it, and it's like, mm-hmm. Jesus. I only get, like, I get um, headline updates to my phone. Mm-hmm. So I can see, like, they released new footage of Nancy Pelosi on January 6th. Oh, yeah, you got to go watch that. And then... You know, then I can tune in and watch that if I want to. Um, what was the other one I got this week? And uh, Tulsi Gabbard leaving the Democrat Party. Yeah. I got a big thing on that. Yeah, she was all over the place this week. But she that was, was not really a big surprise. She hasn't been in line with the Democrat Party. No, not for a while. In a long time. Yeah. She's still... I, I like Tulsi for a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with her on. She is not a free market person. Uh, she is all for government intervention. Yeah, she is an old school Democrat. So, is it, she's interesting, but you know, I wouldn't necessarily vote for her for for the high office. So, I would. She was yeah over the choices that we see over the choice over the people Coming that down are the current pipe right now. Yeah, she would be better than most choices mm-hmm. that are presented. I'll say that. Um, but yeah. But the, the, she at least seems level-headed. Yeah. And like capable. And she doesn't want of carrying to blow herself shit up. in a professional manner. Yeah. And speaking in a professional manner. Yeah. And not being like. She does carry herself with a lot more grace than a lot of folks. Than the last couple. Yeah. 
politicians we've had at the head of our country. That is very true. Very, so, very true. Not that it's all about just being, you know, polite and diplomatic. That's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. You come off sounding like a buffoon if you're, you know, if you're either strolling around with Alzheimer's. <laughs> or the one before him who just screamed out whatever popped into his brain at any given yeah. second, not giving a shit how it sounded. Yeah. That street thuggery New York toughness thing that he had going on that made him look like a complete jerk. Mm -hmm. So I'm ready for someone who's just like, you know, a normal politician, if that even exists anymore. Probably not. Now, the governor in Virginia, you might not agree with his politics... Well, you might agree with his politics, but he at least seems to carry himself pretty well. Yeah. He's kind of stayed above the... I mean, I don't know. The last one we had got caught with the racist picture, and then he tried to... They played that clip again today on the news. What, the... the, Yeah, where they were talking to... um, God, it was on CNN. Um, They were talking to Northam about the picture of him in blackface. And one of the reporters said, can you still moonwalk? And he had that look like he was going to try, and his wife leaned over and that she would said, have been inappropriate the best setting. shit ever. And he said, my wife <laughs> said this is an inappropriate setting. <laughs> that like, would, come on. I would have been, I saw that live, and I was like, oh, please do it. Please do it. Your wife had to tell you, is you're the governor of Virginia, for crying out loud. Oh, my loud. God. That you literally been the best work hand ever. in hand with the federal government. Mm-hmm. Right? More so probably, when you say, than any other governor. The oh. governor of Virginia is, like, right in... And as far as working directly with the federal government, the governor of Virginia is that Because when shit goes down in D.C., it's Virginia that they call They'd to back them up. Virginia so, and then Alaska and Hawaii because of their proximity to Russia and then uh, uh, China and, um, yeah, maybe. and all the uh, Hawaii because it's so close to China and uh, uh, North Korea. Well, you would think New York and California just because They would the probably population. be four, five, and six. I don't know, but... I mean, Virginia, just because we're right here. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. we, New York, uh, Washington is within the confines of our state, so. Most of the people that that work in D.C. live, live in, in Fairfax and Alexandria. Yeah. And so, then, I mean, he even came off, I mean, he somehow got through that scandal without having to step down. And I think that's only because his lieutenant governor was also in a heap of shit at the time. Oh, my God. He was accused of rape. So two rapes. Yeah, whatever have you never And he's not even disputing the sex, he's disputing the consent. Uh, consent. Well that would be what makes it rape. Yeah. So I mean But I mean, you know. Anyway. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, Oh, Kevin missed it. That's his favorite all time. It really was. I saw that live. <laughs> he did two uh um what do they call it? Press conferences. The first one was fine. He said, Yeah, I made a mistake when I was uh in my younger days, did something really stupid, blah blah blah. I'm here asking for forgiveness, but I'm, you know, my my fight is to move forward. And I was like, okay. And I'm a forgiving person to beginning to begin with, and I, I believe in second chances. I really do. But then he did that second one where he was like, oh well, wait, wait a minute, that really wasn't me. And then uh, blah blah blah. And I I moonwalk. I do, you know. I, and it was, it was such a just a just clusterfuck opening the door of, for a poly, for a for a and the press was like, to be like this oh. this guy's falling apart right in front of us. <laughs> And then the one guy's like, well, can you still moonwalk? And I was like, please. And he had that look in his face like he was just so oh, Like he was away looking around for a place to do like it. Like he was like clearing to make sure he had room. And his wife stepped in and said, inappropriate. Don't do this. And he listened to her. And I was like, And not only did he listen to her, he said, my wife said it's inappropriate. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, Oh, my dude. God. It was anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I'm ready for a politician I can really get behind him, believe in. It's been a long time. Yeah. Well, we got our local elections coming. Virginia Beach, uh, for the locals here in Virginia Beach, has changed. It used to be that you, and this always seems stupid to me when I moved here. I was like, wait a minute, I don't understand this. You voted for every seat in the council. So there were six districts and two roaming, and they, you voted for all the seats. So regardless of, you know, if you're in Pungo and you're voting for Princess Anne and Kempsville and the whole nine, and it's like, okay. Well, they redrew the, the lines, so there's 10 seats, and they have 
you vote for your individual district. District, and that's it. You're not voting for the the whole town anymore, and that seems better to me. It does. So, I don't know if it'll be better for the people on city council, but probably not. But fuck, <laughs> that's what I say. I mean, they they need someone who's the voice of that actual district. Yeah. Because you could have Kemsville district has very different needs than, yeah. you know, Lynn Haven or whatever. And so, but you're getting voted in by the, the majority of the thought. Yeah. Wait, I mean, you if know, you've like, got people um, out in Pungo that don't want any type of development, so they vote for people that don't want. Or the lady who's this. voting for the development out there yeah. who they're not happy with. And then they sit there and they back somebody who's going to do all that. And they, you know, if you're voting in Kinsville, you don't give a shit about Pungo. Sure, I'll vote for the guy that wants to build shit. Yeah. Robin was telling me they aren't too happy with her because she voted to allow that Royal Farms to go up there on the corner. And Thank it's God. backing right up to the cemetery there Yeah. at Nemo Met Church, mm-hmm. which is like an old... Yeah. Historic church, and there's going to be like a royal farms. Kind I'll of, eat some haunted chicken. That that's some good chicken. Man. I think the point is, could they have found land elsewhere oh. that well. didn't back up right onto that, right across the street from another gas station? Like it's what we needed right there. But whatever. It's really good chicken, though. So, <laughs> like I said, I'll eat some haunted chicken. I'm all for it. Well, you're an unusual <laughs> case. Yeah. You eat the family biscuit at Chick-fil-A. So. Oh, I love the family biscuit. So I usually just get the chicken biscuit in the morning when we're doing things. And, and it got to where, because I put mayonnaise on it and whatever, and it takes a little bit of time, and we're, like, trying to get through and rush. So I said, well, let's, you would saw like, something oh, you about. you get the egg on it, egg and cheese on the chicken biscuit. And my so first thought was, that. that's kind of messed up. but Yeah, you're, like, eating the mother and the baby all in yeah. one sandwich. It's kind of weird. But it's fantastic. If you get a chance, <laughs> it's fantastic. I didn't like it. I had a hard time getting past that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't I know why it's a mental thing for me. I guess. I was, I was, I'm, I'm more of like, like put the pig I and the chicken it. egg together on the biscuit. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Put the total strangers together. <laughs> but you got the cheese the from farm, the cow and the egg from the chicken and the sausage from the, the pig. The pig. Like, you know, there's a variety of proteins there. You just yeah. went chicken, chicken. Cow. Chicken, chicken, cow. Chicken, chicken, cow. With some jalapenos in there. Yeah, in your, some, in some your cheese. Jack. So, family farm. That's what, That's what he calls it. I'll take farm. the family biscuit. The family biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Pat's laughing her ass off at that. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't ask for the family biscuit this morning. Throw I should have. Slap some eggs on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was eggs on it. Oh, there was? So you yeah, had the family the, biscuit the, again this oh, morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was... Um, we went to. Uh, we wanted to uh, treat Robin and Troy because they were coming to help us. So we went to uh, Egg Bistro, uh, the locals in Virginia Beach and Chesapeake. Uh, it's really good. Don't get the grits. The grits suck, but the, the rest of the food there is good breakfast. But they had this uh, what they call chicken and, and biscuits, and it's a biscuit cut open and chicken on top of it. Well, they put the scrambled eggs in between. Oh, okay. And then they covered it in gravy. Oh, okay. It's good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, family biscuit with gravy on top of it. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Um, have anything else this no. week? No. Not really. Nothing. Um, Kevin only, well, we both only work four days this coming up week. Mm-hmm. We're off on Friday. We're both on Friday. Which I feel a little bad about. I know. I don't feel bad at all. I do. I hate leaving Robin. But she's got a really good sub, so she'll yeah. be all right. Who's seven? Anybody I know? Mm-hmm. Who? Uh, one of our retired teachers. Really? Yeah. Susan Kirk? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to shout people's first and oh. last names out on uh... <laughs> Nancy's going to sub. Oh. Yeah. All right. So we'll be good and covered. Yeah. She's one of the people that every time I came into the building, she always was like happy to see me. So that's oh, good. Yeah. So. All right. So. Now who's we're most likely some, to? Who's most likely to? Want to go first or want me to go first? I don't care. Well, you go first. Who is most likely to cry? Who cried when Mufasa died? Oh, uh, first time I saw that? No. I mean, that would definitely help. 
out of the two of us, I'd be more likely to cry oh, at yeah. something like that. Yeah. We watched Steel Magnolias the other day. It's probably like the eighth <laughs> time I've seen it, and I still cried like a baby at that one you, scene. To this day, you saw Marley <clears throat> and Me once, and you refused to watch it again because it's... Why would I watch it again? It it's was a great traumatic. Movie. Yeah, it's traumatic. But it is a great I'm movie. I'm not watching that shit again. Sorry, Luke <laughs> Wilson or whatever her name is. Uh, Owen yeah. Wilson. Owen Wilson, yeah. Uh, goes to a foreign country to find themselves. That's neither one of us. <laughs> I don't need to go to a foreign country to find myself. Yeah. I know where myself is. My myself is, is right here. Yep, my ass is right here in this chair. What you see is what you get, folks. I, you know, whatever. If I, this makes me uncultured or whatever, I just don't feel the... I don't have that deep, like, introspective, I have to find out who I really am thing. I, I kind of think that's I mean, I kind of think you ju you're just setting yourself up to be miserable in life. Yeah. Um, goes on elaborate journey to use a hot tub. Neither one of us. Neither one of us will do that either. Yeah. I've tried to do a hot tub, and it's ended in disaster both times. So I've been in a hot tub at a bachelorette party one time. I actually, I wasn't in the hot tub. I was with girls who got in the hot tub at a bachelorette party. Um, not in bathing suits. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember if we got kicked out of the hot tub or not. I can't remember. But then we had a stripper and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Was that the same bachelorette party? I don't know. might have been a different bachelorette party. But this guy was the worst, worst, worst dancer, much less stripper, you've ever seen. And we just kept giving him the same money because it kept falling out of his <laughs> G-string or whatever they call those things. Yeah. It just As he was dancing, it just it, his little outfit didn't fit him well. He didn't fill it out very well. And so he kept losing the money and we just kept picking it up and giving it back to him. He probably thought he was walking out of there with like four or five hundred bucks and this he might had be like my best night ever. <laughs> All sweaty, nasty, disgusting. God, he was terrible. Shit stained tins. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> Is directionally challenged. Oh my god. <laughs> that card was written for me. That was. That's funny, because what we'll do is, if I'm not sure where we're going, I'm like, which way do I got to go? And if she says left or right, I'm like, I have to stop her and say, babe, I need you to point. Yeah. Because if she points, she points in the direction she's supposed to go. <laughs> I always but get it right when I point. if she verbally says, take a right, it's usually wrong. It's about a 75% chance she's wrong. So, But she's 100% right if she points. I'm like, point, baby. I get it from my dad. See, he's the same way, and I think he taught me my right and my left, so I have his same, you mm. know, inability to, on the fly, like, if I take a second to think about it, I'll know, but if I'm just answering, like, on the fly, it's always the wrong one. Always, always. And my favorite moment was when we were in Richmond, uh, <laughs> and we wanted to go see the Capitol building, and Richmond, apparently, there's a part of Richmond where it's all one-way streets, one way or the other. And we're trying to find it. And she's getting frustrated. And she was like, it's right up here. Take this left. And I said, it's a one-way street. Fuck! <laughs> I never use those words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you. When I was in D.C., I just drove down the wrong way. Yeah. One-way streets. The first time I drove in D.C., I probably ran about eight red lights. Jesus. Because they're on the corners. They don't hang over the road. Oh, Yeah. Um, has to check in with parents first. Well, that would obviously be me. Yeah, because I yeah. ain't got none. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. yeah. If I'm checking in with them, I'm, I'm in a real bad shape. Do you have a phone charger? That's all it says. In quotation marks. Like in quote oh, I'm, I guess I'm asking someone if they, somebody have, they have a phone, phone charger. charger. No, because we come prepared. We, <laughs> we do. I mean, it's, that's one of the things that we always make sure we have. I have a phone charger in every pocket of every pair of pants I own. Yeah. <laughs> We've got two in the car. There's two in the car. There's always There's a couple in the bag. two by where we sit in the living room. We each have one on our side of the bed. I have one at school. Anywhere else I need to be, it's not important enough for me to charge my phone. Yeah. So. so. Hmm. 
I say that now, you watch what'll happen. Being Facebook friends is too much commitment. I mean, all right, this, this deck is getting a little long in the tooth, I guess. I don't know. Um, We're probably halfway through, not even halfway through it. I, um... I don't defriend people as a as a rule. I do block people. Mm -hmm. um, in my entire span on Facebook, I've only defriended three people. And all the years I've been on Facebook. Now I have, like I said, I have blocked so that I can't see people's content. Mm -hmm. um, but to make that like, I'm going to defriend you. It's a pretty clear statement for me because I just don't, I just don't do that. Yeah. Now I've gone through, like I have a couple of groups on Facebook. I have my nail group and I had a t-shirt group at one time and this and that. And I have gone through and like cleared a shit ton of people out of the groups, like booted them out of groups yeah. and stuff. If they don't interact at all, I just remove them. But, um, I mean, I don't really see it as a commitment. No, it's really not. It really isn't. No, it's like the lowest level commitment you could possibly give a person. Yeah. <laughs> I'll follow you to see pictures of your kids and what you eat for dinner. Is obsessed with how they look in photos. Well, it's probably more you than me. Because no. I don't give a shit. I, we had school pictures taken last week and I went in. <laughs> Normally I go in before, like early in the morning and get it done. But for whatever reason, I didn't feel like doing that. So I just went when I took my kids in and we're like standing there and trying to get all the kids, you know, this and that, this and that. And of course I start to sweat because that's just what I do. So I sat down, had my picture taken. She's like, oh, here it is. And I was like, she goes, do you want to retake it? I'm like, no, nah, I don't care. Hair was all like, whatever. Anyway. It doesn't matter. This is how the kids see me. This is how they're going to remember me. At least let my picture match their memory. That's the way I look at that. There you go. Has an emotional breakdown when Netflix isn't working. Neither one of us. Neither one of us. Yeah. There, I, I would imagine if we couldn't get Netflix to work, there somebody would complain about it. Yeah. Well, and there's always other streamers, but I mean, I, I every now and again I'll get a phone call because one of the things that the Cox boxes do is they give you access to all the streamers. Uh, so, you know, you still have to have your own account with the, with like Netflix or whatever, and sometimes people have trouble with it. Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's not. But there are folks that are just like, yeah, this isn't working. Take your time. I'm not super worried about it unless it's, you know, oh, the new Stranger Things come out and your app is screwing up. And people get a little crappy about that. But but for the most part, people just say, oh, I can't get Netflix. I'll go to Amazon Prime or I'll go to uh, HBO Max. Yeah, I mean, there so, are bigger problems in life. Yeah, much bigger. Fell off roof. That would be you. You'd be I, the only yeah. one who'd try to go up on the roof. Yeah. He tried to retrieve an, a, <laughs> That's a great video. an umbrella. We had a like an umbrella on our table outside. You know, big umbrella. Not like a rain umbrella, but... Like a sun umbrella. Like a sun for, umbrella, you know, you put it on your table. And the wind blew it up on top of our roof. And your mom wouldn't let us walk up there and get it. <laughs> yeah, mom wouldn't let anybody climb up there to get it. So... Kevin devised this grappling hook with a water bottle on a rope and he was swinging it and trying to hook it around the thing to pull it down and where I was like, I'm videotaping this because that water bottle is going to go right through the window. <laughs> but you but know, it worked. It did. it did work after a while. I mean, a couple of times it, the water bottle went all the way onto the other side of the house. You had to pull it back through, but um, it did actually eventually work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Sometimes the redneck shit works. So. <laughs> um, the only story that I saw this week that I thought, what in the heck is the climate protesters? Oh, my God. Throwing the can of tomato soup on the Van Gogh painting. Which was so bizarre because they were protesting that the, the heating oil was so expensive, which is kind of a thing, you know, okay, it, one of the reasons it's so expensive is because you guys won't allow oil production you're fighting oil production but now that it's so expensive and that was their thing oil is so expensive that people are freezing to death in england so i'm going to throw this soup on this van gogh that's like eighty thousand which of course is behind glass Thank they weren't going to damage the van gogh and i 
I have to ask myself if I mean they did. You said they did damage the, the frame was worth a couple thousand dollars, but a good frame is worth a lot of money anyway. Yeah. Um. But if you have a priceless piece of art, mm-hmm. aren't you gonna make sure that there's glass in front of it so someone I... can't just come up and throw blood on it or whatever? Yeah. Crazy thing people want to do. Well, you never hear about that sort of thing happening, and I would think that... Did they know, know it was covered with glass, and when they threw it, they're know. like, crap. <laughs> I don't know if they did or not, but can you imagine? I mean, when I first saw the video, and it, it was a couple days the story was circulating, but they didn't mention that there was glass on it. If you looked closely, said, you could tell. Like, I, uh, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, there's glass there, but... I mean, come on, people. I mean, yeah, because... I know that, like, when we went to the National Archives and there was the actual Declaration of Independence right there, Declaration of Independence sitting right in front of us. Yeah, but it was enclosed in it glass. Was enclosed, <laughs> and it, it, literally, uh, there's a foot of glass there. You're not, you're not. Any I mean, way you're not going to throw a can of soup on so, it. So, I mean, there is a a level of oh, I, I can feel calm because this document is protected. I'm not going to sneeze and accidentally rip the, the <laughs> Declaration of Independence. Get your DNA on the Declaration yeah. of Independence. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, How cool would it be to see if they can pull DNA off of those papers? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you'd get Thomas Jefferson's for sure. That'd be so crazy. That is. It is, um, cool to be standing in the same room as that. Yeah. I mean, that whole building, there's that, that whole building, it's my favorite place in D.C. is the archive. It really is. Yeah, it's a pretty cool place. Um, I had to take one of the trainings I had to take mm-hmm. for my license. It was a civics, uh, like um, Virginia history and government course. Because my teaching license goes up through eighth grade. And so if I ever am teaching middle school history, which will never happen, I have to have this thing. So whatever, took it. And realized that... Um, most of the trainings require, like, they don't give you the option to skip to the next page until they've read through the entire thing. And then once it's read, then you can click to the next page. But this one didn't. This one was just all information you had to read on your own. And you could click through it without reading a stitch of it. And then get to the end of that section, and there was a quiz you had to take. And you had to pass the quiz in order to move forward. Move forward. How many times can you retake it? I don't know, because what I did is I just highlighted and copy and pasted the questions into Google, which I found out I was not the first person to do that, and here's how I know. It took me a little while to be like, oh, I can just copy and paste the whole question. So I was just like, all right, this is the question. I was starting to type it, and the whole question, word for word, would pop up in the suggestions. (laughs) I'm like, every teacher in Virginia is doing this. For it to pop up as a Google suggestion. Yeah. Um... So I thought that was pretty funny. But I got 100% on all of it. Boom. <laughs> Google is pretty smart. Yeah. Why do I have to commit that stuff to memory if it's available to me on Google? Yeah. That's what I would like to know. The one thing I got from the Today Show that I thought was uh, interesting is that this one this one right here. Is, uh, pregnant firefighter rescues woman trapped in car... And then gives birth. Jesus, that's hard. Why is she still on the job? If she's well, she at... wasn't. In, she was uh, Megan Warfield was nine months pregnant when she was involved in a multi-car crash. Instead of focusing on herself, she turned her attention to saving others. So she pulled a gent. She was in the car crash. She was in the car crash. Firefighter in the car crash. Right. She's off because she's, Got it. she's ready so to she drop. She wasn't the kid. firefighter responding to the crash. Right. Otherwise, man, somebody needs to get fired at the fire okay. station. Okay. So, uh, uh, is wired to help. Uh, it says, uh, Maryland firefighter Megan Warfield is wired to help others. So, when the pregnant 30-year-old was a passenger involved in multi-car collision earlier this month, she brushed aside her labor contractions to save a person trapped in their vehicle. During an October 13th appearance on Today, Warfield explained that she initially got out of the car to help direct traffic but then she said the car she saw the car was overturned i started quoting here i started to climb in there with her but uh then i was like what are you doing you're nine months pregnant warfield told the today parents told today parents uh-huh. i ended up holding on to her to keep her in place because i wasn't sure her injuries at the time 
It was also important that I keep her calm. Uh, it's pretty. Tra- it's a pretty traumatic event, and they got a picture. Yeah. Did they name baby Honda? Oh my God! <laughs> they should have named her Megan. <laughs> no, it was Megan's baby. Oh. Yeah. Jesus. She's my. Here's my baby, Honda Subaru. Oh, I don't see. know. That's commitment right there. But there's also a thing saying if you are uh, medically trained. There's the baby. Oh, it's cute. There's the baby. You're cute, baby. Um. And you are at the scene of an accident, or you witness an accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a thing that's almost requires you to respond to it. Yeah, I think those the good Samaritan laws or something. Like that's not even a good a good Samaritan means anybody can stop and help, and yeah. they're not going to get sued. But like Jennifer, if she witnesses an accident, she technically has to stop and try to help. If there's not think, help on the scene. I don't even think she thinks about that, though. I'm sure she doesn't, but I'm saying it's so ingrained that... The reason I said she pulled a Jennifer, and we can talk about this because she never watched the show. <laughs> um, she was sitting at a light with her husband and the two kids, and apparently right in front of them, this dumbass got, like, a, I guess he was on a motorcycle, hit a car that was in front of them, and then flew Either the over. motorcycle went through the red light... Or it went through, and a car coming the other way went through a red light and hit the motorcycle. One or the other. Right. But either way, the guy ended up in the air. And before the guy landed, she put the car in uh, park and was getting out to run help the guy. <laughs> and she did. She basically, you know, went over, started triage or whatever. He um, was hurt, but he wasn't he was hurt. Like he was fatally up, injured but, or anything. Yeah. He had, had a bone maybe protruding through his wrist or something like that. Yeah. But she was on it. She was a freaking... That's what she does. That's what she does. So not me. I'd have been like, "Do you know how to read?" <laughs> Look, dumbass. Look at where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> you should have paid attention in school. Red light means stop. Not go flying. <laughs> Haven't you ever played red light, green light? <laughs> um, no, because you're a fucking kid. <laughs> Yeah, the teachers are in judgment in the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not true. That's funny. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is it for this week. Next, No episode next week, but we'll tell you how everything went with the with our trip. So, Hopefully, it'll be a, a good news. Yeah. And we won't have... As we've been up there before. We have experienced some stink bug infested rooms. <laughs> yeah. And, um, we accidentally called for help in our car and almost got the Mounties up there looking for us. Got in a fight with a llama. Kevin had a fight with a llama. <laughs> so, I mean, we've had some adventures up there. We went up a goat trail one time to oh get to a God. winery. Thought we were going to die. On I the really, I legit thought, man, if I fuck up, I'm going to roll down this hill with my wife. Then we're coming back and there's like a limousine coming around and we're like, what are we? are just... A bunch of wusses because we were afraid with our little car and there's this limo coming through like it's nothing. But well, obviously James wasn't driving from Georgia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If we had been in that limo, it probably would have careened off the side of the mountain. All right. So anyway, until next week, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>